around. Um, cool. Let's go ahead and jump right into this. <clears throat> All right, everybody. Uh, you're listening to uh, the Voice Off podcast. I'm very excited to have this guest on the show. Probably the biggest heartbreak so far of the season for me is uh, when when Gwen decided not to go with uh, with Josie. Josie, Josie. How do I pronounce your last name? Because I'm having a really bad time right now trying to get it out of my mouth and it's not working. So how do it's I pronounce okay. your last name? <laughs> that's so it's Josie Bernadette. That's my middle name. Yeah. Okay. Bur- so Bernadette. Bernadette. Okay. I don't know why that was so hard for me. Uh, my mouth just <laughs> did not want to work this morning. But welcome to the show. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, so much that you have Yeah, I'm I remember uh watching your your blind audition and there's there's only happened a couple times. In, in like ever that I've been watching the voice where I'm like this girl needs to win you know like I, I could feel the passion I can feel uh the energy that you bring to the stage um and then and then a couple weeks later it's like you're you're not on the show anymore and I'm like what happened what happened I, I, and, I I, and I was watching your your battle right now <clears throat> excuse me and I just like I, I, I knew it was a hard choice but I would have still gone with you if it were me um <laughs> So I guess my question is, are, what's what was going through your mind uh, there on, on the final moments uh, on that voice stage for you? Yeah, that was probably one of the most epic days as far as my emotions. Um, we were last of the battles, so I know it aired um, earlier than that, but we were the finale of battles. So I knew there wasn't any steals left. And to kind of go out on stage and know that this is like, this is it. There's no... There's no steals. There's no, you know, um, I went out there and literally left everything I had on that stage. And, um, you know, Gwen talked to us for a good 20, 25 minutes on stage. And I know we got montage, which really sucks, but television, I guess. And, um, yeah, she talked about, you know, how much she enjoyed working with me and artistry and, and, you know, how much potential she sees in me and my tone and this and this and this. And then she went and picked, Troy and you know it's it's a it's a, uh, the end for me but I was happy for Troy I mean he's the kindest guy and he he has a great voice as well and at the end of the day it is a competition but it was a rough rough day <laughs> and then um I, it helps to have you know people like you say such kind things and a lot of people were like what the heck happened like how did she pick him or you know why were you guys montaged and it's something I'll always wonder but um, that's kind of the way um, it, it ended, but um, yeah, it was it was an emotional, emotional day. Yeah, you know, and and definitely the voice has. Uh, well, all these shows have a reputation where it's not always the winner who actually wins. You know, I mean, if anything, the winner yeah. usually ends up really being the loser because they end up not doing anything um, yeah. and being stuck in really bad contracts. And we won't talk about that. Um, but you know, <laughs> I think I think it definitely gave you an opportunity to get in front of a ton of people and have you know a, a massive audience watch. And you know, from what I'm I'm looking at your you know your social media accounts here, you know your Twitter. Um, no, it's, it seems like you had quite a bit of growth on your social media accounts after your audition. Yeah. So it seems like, you know, with all that being said, like you still walked out of here a, a, a winner. Um, so, exactly. So my question with that is like, what was your initial goal going into your blind auditions? Because, you know, it just seems like everyone has a different thing going on when they go into the, the blinds. Yeah. So um, my goal was, 
you know, obviously to make a team, um, just to get my, my foot in the door and get that experience and that exposure. Um, you know, I, I, I've never, you know, been in a band. I've never, you know, toured. I just started writing my own music. So as far as, you know, an artist, I I think I, compared to some of the other kids on the show, I, I call myself like a little kindergartner because, you know, as far as comparing to Troy, like he's been doing this for 12, 13 years. And for me to be able to make a team, get the recognition from Celine Dion, from Gwen Stefani, Adam, Alicia Keys, and Blake Shelton, to get that, you know, recognition of saying, you know, you have one heck of a voice, like you have tone and, and your, your performance on stage, to get that validation of, you know, Josie, you can do this is kind of what I was seeking. Um, I, I, I knew I always could sing, but I wanted to maybe take it to the next level and why not try out for the voice? Um, and everybody would love to win the whole show, but just to be able to, you know, make a team, get the exposure, have the whole experience as far as working with that incredible band, uh, working with Gwen. And, and not only that, but all the people on my team and on the show are now family to me. And I think that's the cherry on top is the relationships I've gained through my friends out there. I mean, we wrote it out for months in that hotel <laughs> and nobody really knows that, but you do, you, they're your, your, your family out there and they are the most musically talented people I've ever been around with, um, been around. And I'd say I'm already working on two new songs that I wrote with people from the show. Oh, um, we're talking about going on tour. We are talking about a reunion in August. Like it's just the beginning and the connections I've made because I made the show. I never would have had, had I not made it, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I'd say, um, it was only positive no matter how you look at it in my regard. It's, it's changed my life. And now I know I have what it takes and I'm so ready to keep pushing and keep pursuing. And I know that it's just it's the end on the voice, but it's just the beginning for the rest of my career. Yeah, for sure. You know, and, and one of the biggest things that people don't realize about the show is how big of a time commitment it really is for people. Like it's not just, yeah. it's not just you show up in February on a random Monday night and, you know, audition for Adam <laughs> Levine. No, you, you, you start taping stuff in like August the year before, you know, and yeah. then you're living in Los Angeles for four or five months, you know, probably. Uh, I, I know like once you make it to the live shows, you know, if, you know, if someone makes it to live shows, they've been doing this process for almost a year and it's just, yep. it's just a massive, massive, undertaking and it's just like especially from someone who like is from the east coast you know and and maybe has you know uh i, I think you're lucky in the in the respect that at least i don't think you have kids or anything so it's like no i don't yeah that's yeah. very true so you know so you can easily spend five months in los angeles chasing this you know this this pipe dream of, of being on the, the voice and you know trying to get a you know record deal and trying to make it big and you know and not have to worry about you know little ones that miss mom you know uh but yeah I've, it's 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 huge. It's, I think you're right. Nobody really has that idea of how long and how much of a commitment it is. I mean, at the end of it, I had to quit my job to be out there because I couldn't be away for that long. And yeah. like you said, there were people that have kids and like one girl had four children and she was away for it. It's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, it is, it's, it's quite the haul. And, uh, my, my grandma did not understand why we weren't on, a te on the television like the day I made it. She didn't comprehend. <laughs> she was like, I don't understand. You know, I mean, she's 91, God bless her. But I was like, Grammy, it's, you got to wait. <laughs> television, it's not instant. And she's like, well, yes, it is. 
she's comparing it. She's like, I see the news right now. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> the news um, is live. This is recorded yeah. months in advance. So, and I tried out in June of last year. Yeah. So that gives you a time perspective. And yeah, it's, it's really wild. The amount of time and effort that goes into, you know, an hour or two hours of television. I don't think people could even comprehend of how much work goes into that. So it's crazy. Well, not only that, but one of the biggest things that I've I've heard about because I've never been to the tapings of the, of the blinds, but I had a friend that mm-hmm. went, and she's like, "You only see like one percent of the stuff that the coaches say to these contestants." Like, I guess there's days where the coaches will go back and forth for like an hour and a half, you know, with yep, with these people. That was my my case. Yeah, I was on stage for like an hour and fifteen minutes for my blind audition with um, Adam and Gwen going back and okay. forth. Yeah, and, and, and you know, another thing about the voice too, especially for people in, in your position who are like still pretty new to the music industry or, or completely new, you know, you mm-hmm. go, you go out on a show that has eight plus like million people watching it. I think I think I'm not sure where the voice is at this year, but there's eight million people watching. You know, if not more, um, there's a live studio audience that, according to Adam Levine, sucks at clapping. Um, <laughs> and then you have Blake Shelton. Alicia Keys, Gwen Stefani, and Adam Adam Levine, plus Carson Daly, you know, is sitting not too far away from you. To get any any of those coaches to turn around and say yes is is an accomplishment of its own. And I, I think a lot of people forget, you know, how big of a, how big of, a, of, a, of an accomplishment that is right there. So, um, going into your blind, did you have an idea of which team you wanted to end up on? Or were you completely open to maybe ending up on, on team Blake or, or something, you know, completely what would seem completely opposite of what you are? Yeah. Um, you know, I think that the initial hook, line and sinker of why I tried out again was because Alicia Keys was a judge. Mm. Um, mm. I've really looked up to her my entire life. You know, I mimicked her when I was little to piano lessons. I, try to sing like her and I won my first ever singing competition singing no one by Alicia Keys yes and when someone told me that she was a judge I was like all right this I have to do it I have to do it again and then you know midway out when we're filming we found out it was Gwen Stefani and I was like huh that's pretty cool (laughs) I mean she's she's a kick butt girl and I was like this is a win-win and you know the night before laying in my hotel bed, not being able to sleep, obviously. Um, <laughs> I went through scenarios and I wrote out, I wrote like, you know, Adam Blake, Blake and Alicia, when, you know, everything I could think of or me being, you know, very cocky. I was like, what about four turn? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and um, when I, when they turned around, I, it was kind of fun because, you know, I'm trying all my might to get them to turn around. And then once they did, I was like, all right, what do you have to offer? Like, now you're auditioning for me, essentially. And, you know, Gwen really gave it her all. Everything she said, um, you know, when Blake said, you don't think this chick can rock, Adam, she came in and really defended me. And she's like, hold on, like, chicks can rock. I've been doing it. I've been in this industry. I can help you from a female perspective. And, you know, she talked about artistry and writing and, and type of music she'd like, you know, to work with me and um, fashion and, and the business side of it from a female. And then pretty much stopped Adam. <laughs> it was it just he just kind of was bumbling and trying to get me. And like I said, it was over an hour of them going back and forth. And 
they really got to know me and what I wanted, and it really resonated with like my my soul what she said. So that's how I, why I picked one. Um, a lot of people were shocked and they're like, "How could you turn down Adam Levine? He's so hot." And blah blah blah. <laughs> and, like it's not about that. When that moment, like I'm trying to learn. <laughs> you know, I, I yes, he's very good looking, but I totally went with everything that Gwen said and. Um, yeah, I wouldn't change it though because you know I could go back and forth and think, oh, I should have picked Adam. You know, you could go back, but it's what happens happens. So it's funny when I hear people say, oh, if I ever auditioned to The Voice, I would, I would pick Gwen Stefani because she's so pretty, or I'd pick Adam Levine because he's so dreamy. I'm like, this isn't The Bachelorette, you know? Like this isn't. Yeah. You're not gonna like end up marrying the person that you end up on, you know they're not eliminating you to find out their life you know their life soulmate you you want to find someone who you think is going to best advise you on your your style and 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 your vocal you know train you on your vocals and, and try to get you to try something new musically and and the whole nine yards and i remember uh again you're you're blind i i did we compiled a top seven list over at multimedia okay. mouth of the the best of the blinds uh, season 12 uh, and you made the, the the list you were you were number seven on the list but the, again this is like the I top. think I saw that yeah, yeah and so um, we wrote that that Josie showcased an incredible voice and a super sexy delivery to her performance on Monday you can tell that Josie enjoys performing but also pays attention to the details um, and overall look Gwen is a perfect choice for her Gwen is the queen of being fashionable sexy and an incredible front woman um, how important well, is, well, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, it's true. Uh, how important is, is, is the overall look for you? Because like a lot of times people focus solely on looking really good on stage or sounding really good on stage, but not really trying to do both. And then, you know, then I see your blonde or your, your battle. And I see the, the amazing dress you're wearing and I'm like, okay, this girl knows, you know, obviously the glam, the glam yeah. team helps out a little bit too, but like this girl knows. So how important is the overall look for you? Yeah, I want to be a complete package. I want to head to toe, be exactly in the moment. I want to, you know, emote those emotions. I want to rock the outfit, my hair, everything. Uh, that's very important to me. But at the end of the day, it's about your voice. And everything else is just sugarcoating. Um, my idols, for one, Beyonce, she is flawless head to toe, as well as puts on a kickbutt performance. Um, Adele, beautiful every time she hits the stage, but her voice is what you really get, what really gets you. And I'd say that I wanted to, you know, come out on stage guns blazing. I'm, it's a competition. So I wanted to, you know, look the part, sing the part, perform the part. And, you know, that first dress was mine. I brought that. The second dress was exactly what I told them I wanted. And, um, I think I'm, knowledgeable in the style department and the the voice wardrobe team really let me kind of play with that which I'm thankful for and first of all to be able to be in that wardrobe room is like a girl's Christmas <laughs> birthday Easter Thanksgiving in one it is absolutely mind-blowing the amount of clothes that they have that are exactly what I'd want if I were you know an artist on stage so to be able to work with you know they're, they're they want an Emmy for what they do yeah um was that was my fangirl moment. I walked in the wardrobe room and I like literally squealed. <laughs> I was like, this is the best thing ever. And then the guys are like, oh my God, this is going to take forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it is. It's, 
I want to be the complete package. And if I'm on stage for millions of viewers, you never know who's watching. So I want it to be, you know, the whole, whole deal. For sure. And then, and then you were mentored by um, Celine Dion with, with Gwen, right? Mm-hmm. What was that like? Like, yeah. like, like oh talk about gosh. like the <laughs> ultimate, like, you know, career goals, you know, Celine Dion. I mean, right. I know it's not your style of music per se, but it's Celine <laughs> freaking Dion. Like, come on. I like, know. you know, you're, you, so, it, it would be like, it'd be like me being able to sit in a room with, with, you know, Carson Daly for like, you know, an hour and Carson tell me how I should be doing interviews. <laughs> like, that's how awesome that is, which you also got to talk to Carson Daly. So I'm jealous, but, yeah, uh, but he's, he's awesome by the way. He's super real. Like oh, he does not, he is very straight shooter. He's awesome. Yeah, I, I love Carson. He and I, we've we've talked plenty of times over the years, so it's not like a, a complete like, oh, I'm so, so jealous of you. I just love talking to him, which is why I'm jealous. Um, but yeah, Celine Dion, tell me about that. Tell me about what was going through your mind, and, and if you can tell me anything that she told you maybe off camera that didn't air that resonated with you. Yeah. So, first of all, we don't have a single clue who it is. Um, you walk into the room, that's real raw emotion. There's no, no whisper in your ear of who it is before, and Troy and I were back behind that door, if you saw we heard somebody singing, and they were singing. I want to say it was um, seven days, seven days, when no one is around. And I looked at him, and I thought, "Holy God, it's Beyonce!" And then <laughs> the producers are looking at me, and they're like, "No, no, no!" And it, it was way too high of a voice, and you could tell she had an accent. And Troy turns around, and he's just shaking. He's like, "It's Adele," and I'm like, "No, no, oh no! Nope, nope, there's no way. I will pee my pants. There's no way." So we walk in. And I will never forget this moment. She had her back turned to us around the piano and she whips her hair like slow motion. The wind was blowing the movie scene where her hair falls backwards and she oh turns gosh. around. And I don't even, I think I just gasped. Like Troy just went, oh my God. And I know no one got to see, but I got down on my one knee and like greeted. I was like, I can't greet you like a normal human being. Like you are like <laughs> almighty to me. And she's like, no, no, no. You have to get off the floor. You have to get up. You have to get up. I'm like, I can't feel my legs. So hello. <laughs> I can't <laughs> feel my legs. When <laughs> yeah. When I'm around Celine, but just her energy, um, she is a ball of fire and she's hysterical. She's saying, so many different songs. I mean, we were in there for over an hour and our group name was Trozy. I don't know if you saw that. And she's like, um, Trozy, are you okay? Are you okay, Trozy? <laughs> and she's like, she starts singing and she's like, oh, play the piano. So he's like playing piano, looking at us like, what is happening? And she's just standing up singing, Trozy, are you okay? And then she's like, get a band, everybody. And she's like, everybody. And she like puts her arm up. And we're just dying laughing and Gwen's dying laughing. And it just kind of set the tone of like, all right, this is about to be the best, you know, hour of my life. And Troy sang the song first and then I sang it. And um, she talked about, you know, Troy, obviously, how amazing his tone is, and it's super raw and emotional. And then she, she said, Josie, your range. And she's like, oh, my goodness. She's like, who has a range like that? I literally was like, you. Oh my God. You have a range like oh. that. Like, you do. <laughs> um, and then, you know, she just talked about connecting with the lyrics and really putting on a performance that's going to move people. I mean, that's the reason why we're in music is, you know, to touch people and to emote the emotions of the song and the lyrics. And I think she really connected with our song 
Um, it was about, you know, romance and a man's perspective of how much he loves his woman with the angel eyes. And with her husband recently passing, I think it really touched a nerve with her and she started bawling. Um, yeah. We had to like stop filming and everything because it really hit her. And for, I mean, a song that we were singing together to move Celine Dion to tears, uh, I'll never forget it. And, um, you know, she would come over and, and through practice, she'd come sing right next to you and, I tried to not start shaking in my pants, but you know, she would <laughs> sing and she'd be like, okay, now you sing it like that. And I'm like, I can't, what? No, like I can't follow you. Right. <laughs> I cannot follow you. And everything she sang, it was perfect perfection. And then to add on top of it, her crazy, awesome personality and just how funny she is. It's, I, it, I can't, it's still unbelievable to me that that really happened. <laughs> well, you know, I think that that's the first of many unbelievable things that are going to be happening to you uh, over the next, you know, 20 years of, of what or more of what can be an amazing career for you. So I'm super excited to chat with well, thank you. Um, you. Thank you so much for doing this. I know we had scheduling stuff and, and, and I'm glad it finally, finally happened. Um, before we, we part ways, can you do me a favor? Can you just tell everybody what your Instagram, your Twitter, your Facebook, YouTube, Absolutely, whatever, whatever yeah. you got, just tell them where to find you. And, and yeah. people listening, you need to follow her. Just just do it. Yes, please. <laughs> so, yeah, my Instagram is Josie Bernadette. It's J-O-Z-Y-B-E-R-N-A-D-E-T-T-E. My Twitter is at The Real Josie B. Um, my Facebook music page is Josie Bernadette. And then my YouTube channel, which I'm revamping uh, with new stuff soon. So tune into that. It's Josie Bernadette as well. And my website is josiebernadette.com. Um, like I said, it's just the beginning and follow. It's going to be fun and you won't regret it. Awesome. Well, Josie, I appreciate your time. Next time you're in Los Angeles, let's get together. Let's uh, plan some stuff. And I, I want, I'd love to help you. So any anything you need from me, just let me know. Uh, Josie Bernadette, everybody. Thank you so much.